Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of The 80%. Today, I'm going to share with you some strategies on how to avoid overspending. Kung ikaw ay shopaholic at madalas kang mag-impulsive buying, then you should listen to this episode. I'll tell you about the meaning of the acronym MVQ and also about the concept of the peak fulfillment curve. Nako, ano ba yung mga yan? Well, malalaman mo in a few minutes. Kaya, ready ka na ba? Let's go! Hi, my name is Fitz Villafuerte and I'm a registered financial planner. I've been giving financial advice since 2007 and in this podcast, I'll share with you interesting money stories, effective financial habits, lessons on entrepreneurship, productivity tips, practical investing strategies, and many more. Thank you for tuning in and now on to the show. May tanong ako, ilan ba ang toothbrush mo? If you are like most people, then probably you only have one toothbrush. Bakit isa lang? Bakit hindi dalawa? Or bakit hindi tatlo? Siyempre, dahil isa lang naman ang kailangan mong toothbrush. Or in other words, ang MVQ mo para sa toothbrush ay isa. MVQ means Minimum Viable Quantity. And this term refers to the minimum number that you need for a specific item. So in this case, the MVQ for a toothbrush for a typical person would be number one. Ngayon, meron akong kaibigan at para sa kanya, ang MVQ niya sa toothbrush ay two. So bakit dalawa? Kasi kailangan niya ng isang toothbrush sa bahay at isa sa opisina. Habit niya kasi yung mag-toothbrush after lunch pag nasa opisina siya. Ayaw niya ding nagdadala pa ng toothbrush, nagbabaon araw-araw pagpapasok siya. Kaya bumili na lang siya ng extra toothbrush para dalawa siya. Nothing wrong with doing that because MVQ is relative. Just like how personal finance is personal. So, I'm not here to tell you how many televisions, car, shoes, watches, or bags that you should own. However, I'd like to point out that there is always an MVQ for these items and it requires total honesty with yourself to be able to determine the least number for you. Madalas kasi, we buy things that end up as an unnecessary duplicate. Sayang yung pera na sana nagamit mo na lang sa pambili ng ibang mga bagay na kailangan or mga gusto natin. For example, I have a friend who bought a pair of sneakers. Hindi naman siya talaga collector pero nagkataon lang na may nakita siya na gusto niya yung design at nakasale pa yung sneakers. Now, a few days later, nahulog niya yung cellphone niya at nabasag yung screen. Fortunately, meron siyang savings na pang-replace yung screen so napagawa niya yung cellphone niya. Pero alam nyo, nag-confess siya sa akin. And he said that he now regrets buying those sneakers kasi he could have just used the money to have his phone fixed. And 
That's also when I learned that he actually already owns two pairs of sneakers. And yung pangatlo na binili niya, it's just something nice that he wanted to buy for himself. So, in short, yung MVQ niya para sa sneakers is two. And thus, making his third pair a non-essential and wasteful purchase. Pero teka, I'm sure naisip nyo, hindi ba okay na meron kang extra or meron kang spare? So, kasama ba yon pag uh, binibilang mo ang MVQ mo? That's a good question and let me answer that by telling you about my MVQ for leather shoes. Meron akong dalawang leather shoes which I normally use alternately to formal events and speaking engagements. One time, a friend suggested that I should buy a third pair. Because madalas ko naman daw tong ginagamit at para sa kanya, mas safe kung tatlo yung sapatos ko kesa dalawa lang. Para daw pag may nasirang isa, at least meron pa rin akong choices na susutin. Of course, my friend has a good point. However, para sa akin, ang MVQ or minimum viable quantity ko for leather shoes is just two. I really only need two pairs of shoes. Ang reasoning ko kapag may nasirang isa, then I can just always buy a new one kasi madali naman bumili ng sapatos anytime. Furthermore, in my experience, it's better to just keep your money and buy only when needed because this allows you to be flexible with your budget. So to put it in another way, yung emergency fund cash savings ko sa banko, yun yung quote-unquote third pair of shoes ko. Of course, depende pa rin sa item na pinag-uusapan. May mga bagay katulad sa kotse na syempre kailangan meron kang isang spare tire in case mag-flat tire ka habang nasa biyahe. But in most cases, lalo na pagdating sa damit, sapatos, bag, nako, yan yung mga favorite nating i-buy on impulse, di ba? We should sit down, think, and really be honest with ourselves. Sagutin natin kung ilan ba talaga ang minimum na kailangan ko nitong mga to. Take a look and see all the stuff around you and the things you currently own. What are their MVQ? How many of them go above your minimum viable quantity? May kilala ako actually. Bagong kasal sila at wala pang anak. Pero alam nyo ba? Meron silang 36 na plato sa bahay nila. Well, I can't really blame them kasi mga regalo yon nung kinasal sila. Pero sabi ko, siguro ang kailangan lang nila mga 10 to 12 plates, no? mainly for personal use and just in case meron silang bisita sa bahay. So they can actually just keep around 12 plates and the rest, pwede na nilang ibenta yon or ipamigay or maybe ipangregalo pag meron silang kaibigan na ikakasal din. It's important to realize that having more of something doesn't always make it more fulfilling. That's because there's such a thing as the peak fulfillment curve. And that's what we'll talk about after this message. Hello everyone! Let's take a quick break from the episode because I want to tell you about a free financial coaching video that you can watch online. It's called The Secret to Saving and Building Your Future and it's presented to you by the IMG Wealth Academy. 
This video will teach you the proper way to save money and you'll also learn the 6 steps to build a strong financial foundation. If you're interested to watch this free financial coaching video, then just go to imgwealthacademy.com. Again, that's imgwealthacademy.com. That's it. Now, let's go back to our episode. Ano ba ang favorite dessert mo? Sipin mo mabuti. And then, ask yourself, gusto mo ba after every meal ay meron ka nung favorite dessert mo? As in, after lunch and after dinner, araw-araw, nakakakain ka nung favorite dessert mo. I know the impulse would be to say yes, but honestly, do you think that would be a good idea? Hindi ka ba mauumay or magsasawa kung araw-araw nakakain mo yung favorite dessert mo? Isipin mo mabuti. In my case, ang favorite dessert ko ay simple lang naman, caramel sundae nung McDonald's. And since there's always a McDonald's nearby wherever I go, I can actually afford to have it as much as I want to. Pero alam nyo ba, naisip ko kung araw-araw kong kakain ng caramel sundae, nako, unti-unti, hindi na ako magiging masaya. Mapabawasan yung fulfillment ko sa pagkain ito. Bukod sa, nako, lalong tataba siguro ako. Paano kung every other day lang ako kakain ng caramel sundae? Hmm, para sa akin, parang magsasawa pa rin ako nun. So, hindi pa rin. Kung once a week naman, hmm, pwede, siguro. Ngayon, paano kung once a month lang ako kakain ng caramel sundae? Para sa akin, nako medyo torture na yon. Siguro mainis ako sa sarili ko at itatanong ko, bakit ko ba dinedeprive yung sarili ko sa isang bagay na pwede ko namang bilhin anytime? So, after observing my cravings and being aware of my levels of satisfaction, ang na-discover ko ay siguro once every three weeks ang peak fulfillment ko for a caramel sundae. So, kung once every three weeks lang ako kakain ito, ito yung sobrang sabik na ako sa kanya pero hindi pa rin ako naiinis sa sarili ko. Healthy level of cravings, kumbaga. And kapag natikmang ko na siya ulit, nako sobrang sarap niya na parang first time ko lang siyang natikman. So, I observe for myself, anything less than three weeks, the experience is still good but it isn't as satisfying and as fulfilling as kung every three weeks lang ako kumakain ng uh, caramel sundae. At ito yung ibig ko sabihin na meron tayong peak fulfillment curve. I hope you understand what I'm trying to say here. But uh, let me give you another example. Meron akong friend na mahilig magbasa ng novels. And many years ago, maliit pa lang yung sweldo niya kaya once a month lang siya nakakabili ng libro. At tapos niya kagad basahin yon after one week. So unfortunately, kailangan niya maghintay until end of the month para makabili ng bagong novel. Eventually, tumaas yung sahod niya at umabot sa point na he could already buy as much as 5 to 7 books a month. And of course, yun yung ginawa niya. Ang dami niya binibiling libro buwan-buwan. And unfortunately, this disrupted his reading habits. So instead of starting and finishing a single novel, ang nangyayari, he would read several books all at once. Kasi nga, gusto niyang tapusin lahat ng libro before the end of the month para makabili ulit siya ng bago. After a while, napansin niya na sobrang dami na niyang libro at karamihan doon hindi pa niya nababasa 
na kung marami akong kilala na guilty sa ganyan. Of course, that's when he started to feel guilty. And also, nagsimula siyang manghinayang dun sa pera na pinambili niya ng mga libro. So, one day, he decided not to buy any more books until he could finish everything. So, binasa niya lahat ng mga nabili niya. And slowly, his reading habit normalized and his guilt subsided. It was during this time when he discovered that his peak fulfillment is 3 books per month. Tatlong libro lang. Kaya ganun na lang karami ang binibili niyang novels tuwing katapusan ng buwan. 3 novels which is uh, enough for him to read for the whole month. So, even if he could afford it, he doesn't buy more books because he knows that spending more won't make him happier. So what have you learned today? First is the concept of MVQ or Minimum Viable Quantity. Para sa mga bagay na binibili natin, we should always ask ourselves, How many of these do I really need? The challenge for us lies in being honest and knowing how much is enough. That specific number where having more simply becomes overconsumption. And why should we avoid overconsumption? Bakit hindi maganda ang mag-overspend para sa mga bagay? Well, not only is it a waste of money, but also because of the second thing we learned today, the peak fulfillment curve. Realize that buying more of the things we want doesn't mean it will be more fulfilling. It will not make us more happy. The challenge here is for us to determine that sweet spot where we experience the most joy. The point where having more tips us towards overconsumption and less satisfaction. And that's our episode for this week. Thank you very much for listening. Again, I hope you can check out our show notes for this episode which you can find at bit.ly slash the 80%. If you still haven't done so, then please remember to follow or subscribe to the 80% podcast. And if you learned something new today, please pay it forward by sharing this podcast to your friends. Lastly, for comments and suggestions, please use hashtag the 80% on your social media post para pwede ko silang makita at mabasa. I guess that's it. This is Fitz Villafuerte saying goodbye and I hope to have you here again next week. Take care and stay safe. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.